going on y'all y'all listening to a very special and sensitive episode of the rap lab podcast it's your boy the candy man alfre to the d it's your boy to stadilio and it's your boy qg now usually on this podcast you know we have a lot of fun we like to joke around we like to laugh but with the current state of the world and the three of us being young black men uh we in a serious mood today um it's you know, I'll, I'll catch everybody up for people who don't know. But honestly, if you don't know, um, uh, I think you've been living under a rock for like the last two weeks. But um, a lot of us young black men, young black men in particular, but a lot of us young black people are getting slaughtered by either the police, racist white people or or um, white people who think that they're that they have the authority of the police. And it's, it's not new. This has been going on for a very very long time um and it's a problem that needs to stop it needs to change and you know it's it's sickening um before we continue you know shout outs to Ahmad Aubrey shout outs to Breonna Taylor shout outs to George Floyd hope all all of y'all rest in peace everybody who's been affected by it um and if you've been paying attention to the news you've been seeing the, the nationwide protests uh the rioting and the looting that has followed uh whether we agree with all of that or not is irrelevant, but there is a problem at hand. Um, but this is a podcast about rap and hip hop. And sometimes activism and hip hop go hand in hand. Am I right, QG? Um, more than more than more than correct, bro. I mean, activism and hip hop are a match made together because hip hop is supposed to be the voice and speak for the people with the struggles of what's going on in the streets and in the inner city, you're not going to get that from other genres of music. Hip hop is very, very direct in your face, no filter. 
it's a lot of times it's it's even better than the news that you watch on TV because you're going to get it raw and authentic. So, and a lot of the artists in hip hop who have that in their DNA, in their blood, they find it very important to communicate with the people with everything that's going on. And I mean everything, whether it be the police brutality, whether it be the gangs, whether it be the drugs, all sorts of things that go on that you won't see on TV. And Mac, you can back me up on this. Today's artists, it's like a lot of them seem to not care or they don't realize how important it is to discuss these type of issues. You know what the problem is? And, and, it, and it sort of makes me upset that certain artists today, like they see what's going on, but because they are blindsided by the momentum of the money and a specific trend, it's like they don't want to speak out on these specific issues. Now, everybody, you know, I'm not going to say everybody should speak out. They should, actually. But some of them, you know, they might do something behind the scenes that we don't know about. Some of them do. I mean, we heard certain people lately that actually spoke up. You know, Megan has spoken up. Cardi uh, actually spoke up. No, actually, I can't say actually. She's been speaking up even when she was helping campaigning for Bernie. But you don't hear people like ASAP Rocky. And remember what he went through when he was arrested in where? Uh, what, where Sweden. Was he? Where? Yeah, it was Sweden. It was Sweden. And there was also one time when he actually mentioned that I don't want to talk about, I don't need to deal with these issues because I'm rich and I live in like Soho or Beverly Hills. I'm like, are you, are you, come on, man. That That's, that's not, that's not good. You can't, you can't act like this is not going on affecting your people. You're black. We're black. Come on now. Now, again, when we look at hip hop back in the days, it was obviously political. And we have obviously one of the biggest times, both East and West, both of y'all could touch on this. On the West side, you had NWA. And on the East side, you have Public Enemy. That's right. One is yeah, um, police. Both, both of those... Both of those groups had like really strong, strong message songs. Of course, everybody knows "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. Yeah, and yeah. um, like the power. I'm glad you guys brought that up about uh, "F the Police." You know, the streams for that song have quadrupled. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you, oh, you didn't hear what happened? <laughs> no. <laughs> the stream, yeah, yeah, the streams for that song have quadrupled amazingly. Because supposedly, well, this is what happened. Besides the whole thing is going and the police brutality is obviously keep going and they're showing their true colors. And the worst part is it's not us now. You see what just happened to the elderly person and he's not even our color in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. The, the cops assaulted him in a protest. Yeah, we saw that. And then we saw there, was, that. there was a hack that some radio on the one of the police radios got hacked and it was playing fuck the police. <laughs> wow. So people caught that, unfortunately. Or fortunately, and all of a sudden started streaming, and then it just quadrupled. So technically, out of nowhere, Q, Rand, Yella, uh, Easy, and Dre are. that record is. NWA may, still making money in 2020, huh? Absolutely. Look how old that record is, and the stuff that they were talking about. It still goes on today, which is sad. And that record was what, 1987? So that's, yeah, like, that's more than 30 it, years ago. Yeah, it was like yeah. eight, eight. But uh, also, you think about these other songs, like, like T.O., you, you touched on um, Public Enemies, Fight the Power. Um, 
if a lot of people out there remember the film do the right thing actually foreshadowed some of these events that we're seeing as far as um looting and riding. I know I know both of y'all have seen the film. Um remember when they looted and rioted um dude's pizza shop? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Oh boy, Sal pizza shop. Yeah, I mean, but but Sal was a racist son of a bitch though, but um yeah, they looted and right him and um after the cops and the, and the cops killed Radio Raheem. So I mean and and the sad part is Radio Raheem sort about foreshadows what happened between like Eric Garner and uh, George Floyd into this thing cuz he was he was chokehold. Choked to death, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he was choked to death. A lot of people brought that up and put the photos side by side of how scary accurate that was. Yep. Yeah, it was like Spike Lee knew what was going to happen way later down the line, and he actually did. And do and for those of you who have not seen Do the Right Thing, it's directed and produced by Spike Lee. Um, it, it deals with a lot of the issues that um that are going on now. Other than police brutality, it also deals with uh, racism, gentrification. And this is a movie made back in 1989, so I suggest y'all go check that out. But um, Public Enemy has a strong back catalog of of political songs um, from Fight the Power to Can't Trust It. Um, Mm -hmm. 911 is a joke. 911 is a joke. Black Steel uh, in the Hour of Chaos. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, public en- for anybody who who wants to listen to like socio political rap, I mean, Chuck D and the, and the gang are are you know are are two are some of the the you know they made some of the ooh I'm I don't know why I'm getting tongue tied I guess because I'm getting emotional, but That's um no, right. they they, That's they made right. some of the the best political songs out there. Um, Ice Cube is another is another one. Um, look at the title of his first album, America's Most Wanted, with America spelled. A E M A no A M E R I K K K A. So yeah, yeah, the triple K's. And you, what's the song that you love to hate? <laughs> I mean, also his second album, Death Certificate. I was going to say I want to kill Sam. You got you got Uncle Sam with the toe tag on, like uh, Cube. You you know what it is too. I think I'm glad you brought him up because dealing with Public Enemy, pro black militant group. They had an army with them. You guys know Professor Griff. <laughs> he yep. had on the he had on the outfit. They outfit. had the guns. They had the look, and they were down with the with the Nation of Islam with Khalid Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Cube leaving NWA and joining Public Enemy just as an affiliate. He always had that political aspect in him. He brought that to NWA. So when when he left, and when he joined Public Enemy. That's when you got those records. That's when you got those movements. And his was different. His was different from Public Enemy. He was able to use his voice and speak about it. Because you remember what he said? He said, you remember the record Self-Destruction? He said, Self-Destruction, don't pay the rent. Like, this is reality. You know what I mean? And then when you got with the problems with the police and the gangs and everything like that, there's a picture of him choking the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, so he was always big on that. He was very big political, speaking about those issues, and we needed that, especially from Cube. Well, uh, you, I mean, with this whole thing happening, you see Cube lately because politically, what happened that time when he was he was scheduled for Good Morning America? He said, he, Look, he, I'm sorry, he but on, he said yeah, he, he said, went on I'm Twitter, not, yeah. Say good morning, yeah. America. He and said he can't, yeah, he couldn't do it. I ain't doing it. Is I'm I'm too I'm too angry to say good morning to America. 
And wow. look at that. Look at that play on words and see how powerful that is. Like, dude was supposed to go on Good Morning America to promote something. And rather than do the promo and spread awareness about his project, he's like, nah, I'm I'm too angry to say good morning to America. Like the words, those are some powerful words. Um, you know who else made a, a ton of um socio-political records about this type of stuff? Well, maybe not on the they're wronging us side, but uh KRS one's black cop uh seems to come to mind. Oh yeah. Yes. Black cop, black cop. Like, and KRS-One was good for, for spreading messages. And, um, again, for, for people who want to, like, like these rappers, they didn't just say, yo, fuck America or, or fuck the country or fuck the police. Like, they gave you reasons to, to, to why. They give you insights of what has been going on and especially affecting the black community. Absolutely. And you could you could you could uh, you could add so many other guys. You got to add in Ice T. You got to add in um, even today. You know what I'm saying? With a lot of the cast from today, Big Crit has spoke on a lot of these let, things. J Cole let me, has let, spoke on let these me things. A, let me ask you a question before we yeah. touch on J Cole. Now, yeah. a lot of people I've seen on social media have criticized Ice T because he sp- he speaks out against the police and stuff. But we all know Ice T in this day and age is famous for playing a cop on TV. Yeah. What's your yeah. opinion on that? I could definitely give you my opinion on that. Ice T, people need to pay attention to lyrics and not look at the image. Ice T is speaking on crooked police. Exactly. Crooked police that do a terrible job. He's gone on record and said there are good police out there. There are police that are do their job. There are police that are not corrupt. His lyrics and his records are talking about the police that don't do their job. So him playing a cop, he's playing a cop and a good cop, matter of fact, because when you look at Detective Tutuola, he's straight and narrow. He doesn't do anything dirty. He's serious about what he does. And he's trying to make a change, not just for his community, but for people in general and setting an example. And here's a guy who is known for drugs and gangs and talking about that and playing that role in certain films. And especially now, he sees what's going on and he's trying to show you in film, this is how it's supposed to be. So people criticizing him for playing a cop and making a song Cop Killer, that's hypocritical because Because they're not listening to the lyrics. Exactly. They're not listening to the lyrics. They just just look at the headline. They don't look deep into the headline. You can't just go based off of the headline or just the image. If you got if you ain't listen to the lyrics, then you will not understand why he's even in this particular situation. And my thing is with Ice T, like you said, QG, he was talking about the crooked cops. But exactly. this, this is what goes around in the world. And I'm glad you brought that particular reason, Chris, or QG, because when you look at certain things on social media, it's like people start commenting on a headline, but don't really research of what led up to the situation. Exactly. You can't just go based off something that relates to it, but it happened five years ago. Then, yeah. But you can't just go on based on thinking that this happened recently and this happened years ago. And we lose. And that's another thing we lose in um, in the music and overall in uh, humanities. We're we not we're not reading well. We're not comprehending well. So for them to go saying, well, Ice-T was a was the same cop killer. He's not meaning killing all cops. He's meaning exactly. the cops. The only okay. problem right now is the way people are taking it is like 
well, the good cops are out there, but they're not really saying anything. But if you want to know why, good luck, because it's 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 terrible. Why? What, a, it's, what about you? What about you, Al? What what is, what is your take on that? I mean, I don't have no issue with Ice T, man. Like, I, I definitely don't. And, and then at the end of the day, even if let's say he even like you know like 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 you said, the lyrics say uh, he's talking about crooked cops. And and at the end of the day, Law and Order is a is a fictionalized TV show based on events in that world. Um, exactly. It's not. They tell you there's a disclaimer before Law and Order, before every episode. Um, yeah, they they tell you it's not a depiction of true events. So, I mean, yeah, I mean it's just entertainment. I mean he's obviously getting the check to portray a character. There's nothing exactly. overtly there's nothing overtly wrong about that character that makes him look like a hypocrite. So, right. Um, and another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing we could touch on with that. And Matt, who's the uh, guy behind Law and Order? Dick Wolf. The same guy that was under what show? New York Undercover. Oh Come boy. On. See, they got to put the history together. Come on. Yep. <laughs> you but, think Ice T's gonna turn down a good check like that? <laughs> but um you know who's been getting a lot of love rap wise during during uh these protests? Who's that? I've seen a lot of videos of different different protests where uh, people are blasting changes by Tupac. Oh, when you talk political, you have to talk about Tupac Shakur and that changes. Personally, I wish they would play some other records like um Holla if you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> but really yeah, push but the you, energy with that one. But well, you know why they play changes, though. I know why they play changes, but I'm, but let's talk about that. I mean, uh, look at Tupac's first album, Tupacalypse. Now you want to talk about political? Now it's that funny whole you bring album up that, is full of that. It's funny you bring up that album because that album actually got him in trouble with the cops. I don't know if you guys know the story, but yes. there was a gentleman yes. in Texas who ended up killing a cop after he got pulled over on the highway. And uh, when he got arrested and like, you know, after they did their investigation, he was listening at the time that he got pulled over. He was listening to Soldier Story. He actually was listening to the tape of Tupacalypse Now. And um, mm. the police, the, the, the family of the dead cop ended up suing Tupac because of that. Yeah, they blamed him for that because of the album and the lyrics, which is which is ridiculous because it's freedom of speech. He didn't tell somebody to go, hey, you should go get a gun and kill a cop. No, you're, you're, mean, you're listening to artistic expression. I mean, I, I think it was I think it was pure coincidence that he just happened to be listening to Tupac when he got pulled over and decided he wanted to pull a gun on a cop. But right, um, but, right. but Tupac is no stranger to the cops either, because if you remember um, 93 in Atlanta, uh, he saw the cops uh, brutalizing somebody and he decided to, to fire at him. That's right. They were har harassing a black motorist two off-duty officers and the gun that they used were was from a, was from the evidence locker so Pac saw that he beat the case but ever since he beat that case cops had it out for him and you could either go you could go further back do you guys remember the incident where Pac got beat up by the police yeah that was in uh 90 that was in 90 um he was yep. just walking he was just walking yeah. home right near the school right and he was looking at cops beating up someone else yeah, and he they, he was he was walking home, and uh, this, according yeah. to as as Pac would tell it, they um they asked him for ID. 
He showed them. He showed them his ID. They made fun of his name and actually thought it was a fake name. And uh, yeah. they proceeded to uh, beat him up. There's actually a video on YouTube for anybody who wants to see it. He's at a press conference where he he announces he's suing the uh, the Oakland Police Department. And uh, That's right. he and and he shows off his injuries and he got beat up pretty bad. And um, yeah, and and he ended up winning. He he tried to sue for millions. Obviously, they settled out of court for thousands. And, yeah. uh, the only bad thing about th- that situation, other than Pac getting beat by the police, he took he turned around and took the money and bought a coupe. <laughs> yeah, you said he bought a car with that money. He mm. actually, if you guys uh, li- go ahead and listen to uh, "This Is How We Do It" by uh, yep. Pac Too Short and MC Breed, the signature line in Pac's verse in the song, he was like, "And the punk police paid for my coupe." Now this is how we do it. <laughs> But, I mean, ever, ever since then, they had it out for him. And when you go to his roots with his mom being a Black Panther, you know, the, the Panthers were public enemy number one in the eyes of police. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just just think about what, what his auntie Asada did, that she had to oh, flee to Cuba. Oh, she yep. kill, killed New York, uh, New Jersey state troopers on the freeway. Yep. And this was in the 1970s, like the early 70s. Early 70s, yeah. And 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 of course, like you, you and you just mentioned her name because you know another person who was heavily, you know, involved in politics, and he did this in, in like water, like chocolate, a song for a shot, a song common, for a song. yeah, That's common, yeah, yes, he did, yes, he did. But yeah, Pac is no stranger to um to politics because even on All Eyes on Me, he's calling out. Politicians, he's calling out Bob Dole, he's calling out C. Dolores Tucker. Oh so, man, do you? Oh, awesome. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You you got to go back prior to that. I'm glad you brought that up. Dan Quayle called him out. Yeah, they were they was they was burning his albums. Oh man, they went back and forth with that. Pop was irate that uh, somebody who was running for president said his name. It said his name. Said Ice T's name. Pop was irate with Dan Quayle and. Bush too. George Bush Sr. said some things, and you had these other guys, these these so-called activists. You had Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson. You had all these people. What? Well, who was it? Uh, uh, wasn't Warren Buffett one of them too? Yeah, he was, and, and Warren Buffett, who uh, was the CEO of Walmart at the time, at first said Walmart would never sell rap. Then they then they went back and said that uh, they'll sell the clean versions of rap albums. So amazing. But um, but getting back to the whole uh, police brutality thing and the and the protest, um, I gotta give it up for 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 certain artists like we mentioned. We've seen J Cole uh, oh, yeah. at these rallies and protests. Uh, used, yeah. we, Big Crit has spoken out. Um, even Wale has 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 been out there on the on the front lines. So um, yes, we has. do have, we, we do have some people for the culture that are that are out there actively getting in the midst of everything, not afraid to get arrested. Not, and and J Cole and Wale are both. On major labels, so uh, Wale on Atlantic and uh, J Cole is on a uh, Rock Nation. So I mean, mm-hmm. and and it, recently we just had another video, like what, almost a few days ago from Nick Cannon. And I was just about oh, to get shout that, out that, to him. Shout that, out to Nick, man. That, that Nick Cannon freestyle, hey, yeah. Yo, I I know we get on his music and his rhymes, but he is really he's really improved when it comes to politics. Because when you listen to that recent song he did was I can't breathe. Bro, oh, it, it was just so powerful. I was just shaking my head. Like, and you Nick, know, Nick really did justice on that song. I'm and glad you guys there, brought that up. He was there for Mike Brown. 
protest. He was, he was, he was, the, he was out there for Mike Brown. Yes, he was. A lot of people need to understand about George Floyd in particular, uh, and I'm sure you guys can back me up on this. He was an affiliate of the Screwed Up Click in Texas. Yeah, he he ran with DJ Screw, and he was featured on several DJ Screw tapes. Um, That's I mean, right. he, he wasn't like the marquee artist. He was like one of the one of the affiliates. Maybe yes. got on a maybe got on one or two songs on the whole tape, but yeah, George Floyd at that time when he was a member of the Screwed Up Click, he he was known as Big George. Yep. So he has ties to to rap and hip hop as well. And a lot of rappers knew him. I'm I'm Trey the Truth. He was a friend of of George. You know, he knew him personally. And, and of course, you know, uh, of course, in basketball, you got Stephen Jackson. Oh yeah, and 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 Bun B spoke about it too. Him and George are, are friends. And uh, Killer Mike, shout out to him. Oh yeah, he's another, been another. he's been out there speaking speaking the truth. And you know, we need people like that out there to really push and do more. A lot of artists have donated money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Kanye West, his name is out there. He he's he's given the family money. He has money set for. Uh, George's children's um, tuition, and you know, you know, which is a great thing. And um, Jay Z, of course, he he's, he's spoken directly to the to the government. He sent letters. You know, he, he even had his private plane transport yeah, lawyers, up. and yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, and it's just it's just so important to see everybody come together in a way to do something because we need it. You know, what I mean, it's a, it's a bigger issue. Police brutality is a cancer. For our society, and 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 it's been going on since since the, the dawn of time, and I mean it, it's not right. And to see to see a lot of these rappers that we that we know and love and hold in such high regard to say something, you know, because again, back in like the the, the late eighties, early nineties, when um the government used to criticize rap, the common response was it's the CNN of the streets. I mean um. Even even when the LA riots went out, I think um, Dr. Dre's uh, "Let Me Ride" was like a response to the, what was going on in that whole time period. No. Oh yeah, um, uh, the song uh, "The Day the N Word Took Over." Yeah, that, actually, this that describes the riot that went down. The what you, you're talking about the the after not, the Rodney King. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, folks. It's not "Let Me Ride." It's "The Day the Ends Took Over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That record. Phew. Oh my goodness! There's even a movie called called what? What is it? Uh, April 29th. That's exactly that's when the riot went down, and Tupac was in the movie, <laughs> which is which is which is crazy. But yeah, Al, that 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 riot right there, and honestly, you see all this going on with these protests. The reason why it has not subsided is because we are tired. And we need justice. You guys remember the verdict with those officers that beat up Rodney King on videotape, and they got off scot free. Not, Not guilty. Free. Not guilty. And, and that's yeah. another thing. They they purposely yeah. pissing us off when you know there's clear evidence. But once again, this this it's like this particular system and society is not built to help protect us. But so but, when, but 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 look at look at let's go through history real quick, right? So the cops that beat Rodney King on videotape, no less, not guilty. Uh, George mm-hmm. Zimmerman kills Trayvon Martin, not guilty. Uh, mm-hmm. The cop that kills Philando Castile, not guilty. 
the cop that killed Eric Garner, even though he got fired from the force, never got charged with a, with any crime. So, there we go. like, there's, there's countless it, others, and, and and no offense, we can't exclude our queens or women out this too because they've been unfortunately thrown in the mix too. I mean, oh, Brianna Taylor's story yep, is, is heartbreaking. Taylor. Yeah, no, that's a heartbreaker. For those who don't know, Brianna Taylor was asleep in her house. Cops kicked in her door and shot up the place. And then later come later no warrant. She was asleep when she died, folks. And um so at least I mean she never was up to feel it, but um come to find out the cops later said they had the wrong house. Imagine that. And they shot a sleeping defenseless person. You got Sandra Bland too. Sandra, uh, Sandra Bland, yeah, and we and we still technically don't know how she died. We just know she we, died. We don't in the, in the jail. Yeah, they know, they know. But they know uh, something. But getting back to the rap side of things, um, and QG, yeah. I know you paid special attention to this. Um, even your 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 rap father, LL Cool J, um, uh, made a made a song or a freestyle, I should say, about this whole thing. He sure did. I don't know. Maybe you want to speak on it. Oh, of course. Um, LL, he's been on Instagram just speaking to the people in the community. And it's it's important. And, you know, he he is definitely aware of what's been going on. And that George Floyd uh, freestyle that he did, you could just hear the frustration. You know, you could tell he was angry. You could, you, he was old. Oh, he was hot. You know what I mean? And then they had, they had some detractors out there, you know, um, trying to make fun of it or say some stupid nonsense. They're not paying attention to the message. We're tired. And LL is one of those people that understand what's going on. He has a lot of fans and it's important. So yes, it needs to be heard, and since he speaks to a lot of people, he's a very popular person in the community, so he has to speak for us. So, yes, that that freestyle, it went viral. I reposted it a whole bunch of times. I, I was telling people about it. Listen to it. For those out there who have not heard it, look it up. It's yeah, out and, there. And, and speaking of that, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really pleased with a certain person a rap artist recently who just just tried to like, yo, this is not the time to be like, step your bars up. Come on, man. Whatever happened then, happened Ooh. then. I'm talking Ooh. about Freddie Gibbs. Really? I, and I actually like Freddie, but um, I don't know what the situation is, so uh, enlighten me. Those two back in the day. I forgot, but I had to do something with those two. And when I saw that, I was upset. I'm like, bro, this is not the time. To go in there, step your bars up because what he had a picture with someone that you know I don't know. So what? Wait, who does Freddie have the issue with? LL. He was he was yo. If you're really going, Freddie gives his social media. I don't know which one. I think it was Instagram. He clearly went on L Cool J's stuff and said, "Yo, your bars are weak. Step your bars up or something. This is weak, fool." Uh, I can't something. believe he said that. He actually said that. I don't know, but this go. I don't know if there's tensions even before that between these two. I could be wrong, but something happened before this even. Uh, before LL made that freestyle. All, all that, all that, all those issues should be pushed to the back burner. The man is freestyling about a man who just lost his life to the cops uh, like, for no reason. Exactly, exactly. Like, this is not about bars. It's about a no, message. No, it's about something 
I think it's something that happened between these two before this whole thing with George Floyd even happened. So I don't know, and I gotta I gotta research, but I saw that and that made me mad because I'm like, but yeah, that, wrong time, wrong place for that, you know. Wrong place for that shit. But um, but yeah, I mean, and even and even going back to end up NWA's fuck the police for a second to educate maybe our younger listeners or people who may not even listen to rap, um, fuck the police uh, got a cease and desist letter from the FBI. Yep, yep, it did, and they used it to their advantage too. <laughs> and it got to the point, yeah, they used to call themselves America, America's most feared rap group. But even yeah. so, like, imagine how powerful of a record that is that the United States government, a letter from the White House, no less, um, is, is, is sent to NWA to tell them to stop performing that song. It got to the point where they would go to certain cities on tour and perform that song. And they'd have to, like, leave mid-song or right after the song was done because those songs, A started riots and b the cops were after them for performing that live sad part is they didn't give a shit especially easy yeah and they they they, they didn't care they did not care not one bit so no, um, and and they shouldn't have i mean so i mean songs like that and i and i feel like that's a part of the reason why a lot of these rappers today don't really say anything um because a the, they might the, the label might either drop them or shelve their project, or B they they might have outside endorsements and they may lose those endorsements that they don't want to lose because endorsements bring money. So I mean it's a variety of reasons. Or they may have listeners on the other side who they're afraid of losing because those people listen to their music. So I mean you could you could take your pick. But, you know uh, you, you know it's sad. There's a song that does not get enough play and maybe. Mac, you could back me up on this. On the Training Day soundtrack, Crumb Snatcher featuring MOP, the song called Wolves. Wolves, yep, Wolves. This, this, this came around the time with the Amadou Diallo murder. And that's another one that also makes me mad to this day. This man, just going home for you know, hardworking, police season for no reason. Why? I don't know. And then he picks up his wallet, and then you got a riddle forty-one bullets. For someone, I don't understand that at all. And what? drop his wallet. And and it's, what, are they, it's funny. what are they shooting at an elephant? And it, and it's funny you mentioned Amadou they Diallo because Wyclef John was a huge Amadou Diallo supporter. And then even oh, on yeah. his even on his and I would know better than anybody even on his eclectic album. album track sixteen. You, you you could clearly reenact the scene when he's like, oh, it's the police. Well, they think I'm good people. Oh, I dropped my wallet, and the next thing you hear, like forty-one fucking bullets. Because they then, thought he was—they thought he was reaching for a gun when he was going for his wallet to show them his ID. What was that? That was the song with Yusuf Endor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the song with uh Yusuf Endor. You know, that's again, you know, we need that. We need this to be and, brought and to I'm the forefront. you brought him up because he's another one that's a bit big. A lot of people forget uh, Wyclef is big in politics, oh, very political. not just very for political. us, but also, of course, for his um. Hometown Haiti. Of course. Very political. He's another Very one political. that's political. A lot of people forget. Same thing with guys like Lupe Fiasco. He doesn't get enough credit. No. For, for speaking on, on issues. And uh, especially the song American Terrorist. Yes. Yeah. Off, off the Food and Liquor album. That, that was a very important. Because he's telling you about races and the difference in race relations. You know what I mean? Like, you see what's going on now. Okay. Black Lives Matter, 
Blackout Tuesday. We got protests. We got all this going on. Is it all going to stop once everything is said? Okay, well, we're going to convict these officers. It's not over. It's and that's, not and, over. And, and see, that, that's my personal viewpoint on, on this whole thing. Like once, like six months from now, when everything dies down, assuming, assuming that, assuming that you know, no, no black innocent black man gets his life taken from him at the hands of a cop. Six months from now, is the energy gonna be the same? That's the big question. Because yep. think about it, Trayvon Martin, uh, Mike Brown, Eric Garner. Yeah. After a while, the energy dies right, right back down. Yeah, and, that is a fact. Uh, you know what other song, another song that comes to mind when I think about topics like this? Um, I gotta go back to KRS One where he goes whoop whoop. That's the sound of the police. Oh yeah, you definitely gotta. That's the sound of the beach. So, even lately, like look at Nas. Um, on on Nasir, he had "Cop Shot the Kid," which is a powerful song in and of itself. That album, the cover is powerful in and of itself. Yep. Oh yeah, um, Nas is another one. You know, he's a street poet, and he he speaks for the youth because because a lot of the youth that you know that go through it with these with these officers, and especially being racially profiled and stereotyped. Oh, you look like a suspect. Well, what does you a suspect know, look like? You know what the funny thing is? I don't know if y'all are familiar, and I'm gonna go back to I think it was 2000. This group. A lot of people forget that they could also get political whenever. Dead press. And I'm talking about the song Police Station. Oh, yeah, 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 Dead Press. And I'm talking about the song Police Station. If y'all don't know that song, yo, go listen to it, my viewers. Powerful. What a powerful, powerful song. song. That's another one that's that's attracting more of the police brutality, but more of the police just more hunted, hunted us like it's a damn sport. And Talib Kweli too. He's been very yep. vocal. He's been very, very vocal in his career with songs and his and his own show and on Twitter. He's been very, very vocal. The X Clan doesn't get enough credit they deserve either. Oh, oh, God. oh man, the X Clan don't get enough so credit when they talked about that stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know who else made a really? I mean, they don't do this on a regular, but you know who made a very powerful song not all that long ago. If you ever go and check out uh, Joey Badass, go listen to "Land of the Free." Oh yeah, yes. That's a, that song. He talks about Trump. He talks about the cops. Like he uh, he talks about even bring, goes back and talks about slave owners. So yeah, they don't give yeah, yeah they don't give Joey his credit either. I think Joey. Especially, like, how old is Joey? Like, I, I think I he's. Don't even, he's about twenty, he's twenty-three, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why he's a young. He's young, young. What's going on out there? He's putting it out there because he's experienced it. You know what the? And then this is what I was talking about. Like people, we get distracted by certain artists in today's game. That's gonna. This is why we always criticize, even though they will label us haters about these particular artists because they particularly go after the same trend and shout out to some of them who actually follows that trend but at least know when shit is going on they will actually stop like megan or cardi or i think the baby even spoke about this and um and and barely a few others but we 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 used to people like joey or kendrick or j cole crit even oh, nick man. cannon 
they all they all going to do their thing but at the same time they're not going to forget that what's going on out in the world especially the affection of the black community to pimp a butterfly is, is come on that's an archive classic it's actually in colleges now in the in the in the uh harvard books and everything like that you want to talk about a political record Kendrick Lamar with the Pimple Butterfly, be all, they were playing Be All Right in the streets. Yep. You're going to be all right. But, yep. um, but even, you know, King, even that whole album, even King Kunta is, is very powerful. Oh, God. King Kunta is another one. Yes, sir. So when, when, we, when we always tell people or they tell us, like, oh, stop, stop. Stop like supporting people like Eminem. At least Eminem will actually talk about shit that happens to the world. But the only thing is, yes, he's a white man. But at the same time, he even knows what's going he on. He spoke about police brutality on his album. He spoke about it. What was you this know? song that had White America? White America was on the uh, on the Eminem show. Right. But, but you don't hear people like Gucci. But recently, recently yeah, like 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 recently on 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 the album that he came out that that they criticized. He was very political about that. It's it's that album with the American flag on it. Music to America. No, you talk about Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Before Kamikaze, there was another album. There's a song with Beyonce on there. That album. Oh, see, it's not. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people haven't talked about that because it wasn't big, big, big. It wasn't promoted big because this was when he was very, very, very political. You know, you know who is one rapper that that we got to talk about in this episode. Now, I am not. I am not much of a I am not much of a fan of this guy whatsoever. But um, you gotta talk about childish Gambino's. This is America. Oh yeah, the video <laughs> spoke a lot of volumes. Yeah, man. Nah, but, but another thing, another thing is I'm glad you mentioned him because this man, the way he stands right now in hip hop. It's like this particular song gained so much views, and it gave him the, um, I would say, it gave him the momentum of where he is in hip hop. And I'm talking about Joyner Lucas. One song specifically, I'm not a racist. Yeah, yeah Joyner Lucas that, is that, that song, I'm not a racist. Even the, music, even the music video is powerful. The black guy and the white guy in the room. And yep. and a lot of people forget Joyner Lucas was the type that he would do a song to tell two sides of a story. That's right. That's what made me a fan of him because he was more coming up with the whole two sides of a story type record. So he's All, uh, rapping yeah, that's on right. this particular side of the story and the next verse he's rapping on this particular side of the story. So if you actually go back to his time where he said, uh, made the video, I'm not a racist, forget it. And for the record, um, the, the album Revival is what Revival, I was talking about. Revival. I forget about the name of Revival. Yeah, that that that's the album he's talking about uh, for Eminem. But Joyner Lucas, and it, it's amazing how all the records that you mentioned, Al, all the records that you mentioned, Mac, people are playing them more than ever before now. Yep. yep. Because it's it's still relevant, and you know we need these records to be played. We need this stuff to be heard. And and and, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that type of phrase because they act they trying to purposely dismiss like oh it's not happening. This thing, for the past few weeks, is being broadcasted on live TV. Everything's being put on camera phone. Getting attacked by freaking police. They just, they got, just broadcast. You even got the press. 
The press is getting arrested. Yep. Because they don't want the revolution to be televised. That's what it is. Well, too late. Yeah. It is. It's televised, all right. But um, as far it's as LO, <clears throat> as far as LO Cool J goes, though, this is not the first time he spoke out on police police brutality. No. Um, y- y'all remember illegal search? Yep. I remember. Yes, yes, illegal search. What was that? On the that was on that was on Mama out? said knock you out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I got another person. I got another record that. A lot of people forget that it was a fun song, but if you actually go in the second verse, it was also partially political, and that was 99 Problems by Jay-Z. Yeah, when he, oh, when he got the uh, song, he gets pulled awesome. over. Yep. I knew you'd bring that up. Do you mind if I look around the car a little bit? <laughs> well, that's what we're talking about another time, but, at this, but everybody gets the gist of a message that he was trying to portray as both him and the officer. Um, still got to work on that, Jay. But but if you listen to the message, it still happens in today's world. This was in 2003, so we we still deal with it. Uh, a lot of people Absolutely. may not a lot of people may not catch it, but um, even main source um, on Breaking Adams, uh, just a game of baseball is um, is another one. Oh yeah, actually it is. Just yep. a game of baseball right. is, a, is a record. Yeah, yep. and uh, Ice Cube three strikes you're in. Oh, yeah. Three strike system in California, and he's using baseball as a metaphor, which is great. Or uh, people need go, to pay attention. And, and, and you know what? I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want to catch heat with this. But another thing that Ice Cube talked about, which unfortunately with this has unfortunately exposed the division between the black and browns on that let uh um get you down remix. That's on the Warren G record. Yeah, that yeah, second yeah, a lot of black and the brown squabbling again. Yeah. And 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 um, now I know that that's a little bit left field, but at the same time, that's also still happening, and that's also being broadcasted. Because you saw what happened uptown in Dykeman, unfortunately. Now it could be two thousand stories, but it's but you could clearly see on the video it was just too much of a division, and that's not good. But back to the um, the political records. They're here the reason why we put out these records as well, even if you have so much fun, it still is an ongoing cycle. It's like it will never end. And the sad part is we overlook those records because we're so busy distracted of what type of records we have right now with the women, the flexing, the cars and everything. But but when but, you- but, but, but but to counteract your point, but I'm I, and I hate to cut you off, Mac, but to counteract your point. Um, the woman, the flexing, the money, the cars, and the jewelry has been a staple of rap for, it's not new, it's been a staple of rap for God knows how long. Well, that too, but what I'm saying is, the way it's being televised, is what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, it's on a whole new level, and it's like, I don't even know how to say it, it's, 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 it's going left field is what I'm saying with this particular direction they're going. So you they, want they, more they, records? You want, I'm you not want, saying, you want, you want these type of records as far as... I'm not right. saying everything got to be political, but it's like the media just immediately throws away certain political records, even if it's a one-time thing on an album. They, they don't, don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it, is what I'm saying. They don't want to hear those records, like especially especially um, movie soundtracks that have to do with something like that. Like We talked about collaborations. 
Look at look at look at the Panther soundtrack with the song oh, we were talking about with all those guys. And and, and you got about something like that. Well, yeah. Because well, you know a lot and, of people. And, and, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought and out with the radio. The radio isn't helping too much either. Nope. No. Because what happens when a rapper releases these political tracks? They either get left as album tracks or the label don't put it out, and the radio don't want to play nothing like that because it's not gonna get airplay. Because a lot of because and, and and it's sad for me to say this, but the only time that we as hip hop heads or even we as a people, uh, uh, no less, listen to these type of songs is when stuff like the George Floyd incident happened. Right, mm-hmm. something has to happen in order for it to be an immediate reaction. And like part of the problem, part of the problem is like we said earlier. Six months from now, if there's not another incident, this is all going to die down and life goes back to normal. Like, energy like this don't last forever. And we've seen it before plenty of times. Nope. Exactly. Nope. Too many times. And And it's just like, you know, things will never change if we don't if we don't keep it up. But we also see. And this is why I commend Wale. I commend Big Crit. I commend J. Cole, because it's one thing to, you know, sit in your house and say something. But it's a whole other thing. To actually go out there on the front lines and show that you're one with the people that listen to you. Because I saw exactly. J. Cole and my first and see, even me, my first reaction to seeing that video of J. Cole uh out there at the protest in North Carolina on the streets, I was like, what is he doing? Is he crazy? No. Imagine, imagine no. Um, now imagine if because you know cops have been wilding out at these protests, beating people and whatnot. Imagine yep. if they would have if they would have beat J. Cole. Like, you know how big that would be? They know no. who he is. They know who he is. They know who is. They know if they touch him, it's gonna be uproar. It's gonna be hell. Oh hell! They'll have lawsuits coming out everywhere. Yep. Well, spe- speaking of hell, now imagine now they arrested the four officers that that killed Mr. Floyd. But imagine if they get found not guilty and get off. What's gonna happen? It's, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be worse. worse. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a problem. It's going to be a huge, huge problem. The stuff that's going on in Brooklyn. The stuff that's going on in the Bronx, the stuff that's going on in Manhattan, it'll be ten times worse if these officers get off. And you Bro, see they, why they, they destroyed the Bronx. They, right. They had to push it up for, 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 for the main officer, the one that had the foot, the one that had the, the the one that had his knee on the guy's neck, they pushed it up to the second degree. He could face up to forty years. And you know what? They were gonna do the third degree. He was originally going to be charged with third degree, but I guess in a, in a political response to all the madness that's going on, they upped it. But I yeah, mean, I, I think what I think I think, and they're going to hate me when I say this. I think what also upped it is because now you're seeing all other race worldwide protesting with them. That's all oh, other countries. And on other and countries. on top of that, you got police officers even abuse their own complexion. Now we now we get now this is weird because it's like you want to tell them now you know how black people feel when we got to go through this every time with police and the sad part is we are innocent. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, you know, this thing is a, is a real issue. When I saw on Instagram, they 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 put up a mural of George Floyd in Iraq of all places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was, Iraq. I saw that. <clears throat> Like, how does... Where was it? it I think it was, it was Iran. Iran. Well, Iran, Iraq. I mean, but I guess they can relate because those are people who are oppressed by their government. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But for a man, a black man in Minnesota, of all places, to get killed by a cop and it reaches Iran, the Middle East, like, that's that that's that's crazy to me. 
it's it's global, man. It's global. Worldwide, and that's the man. Thing. And now and that's why the and that's why the in my opinion the police are getting worse because now they realizing this is global. Yeah. That's right. And and, and like and that's again, right. like and I and I'll and I'll I know I know we promised before we got on the air in previous that's days we were <laughs> we weren't we weren't gonna it's funny. We weren't gonna get personal, but I mean as a as a young black man myself, like every time I, I get in a car, get in my car and I drive yeah, and I and I see either cops ahead or cops uh, start driving behind me, I get nervous. I get very, very nervous. Because because it's always a mentality that damn, I could be next. And and then here's and and this is just my opinion. So of course, um, I wouldn't expect anybody else to be entitled to, to feel this way if they didn't if they don't feel this way. But every time I get pulled over, I'm like, well, shit, this this may be the last time I'm alive because a lot of these a lot of cops they feel they're above the law, and we've seen cops kill innocent people and get off before. So mm-hmm. yeah. Especially yeah. because they're supposed to wear body cams, but oh, it's a coincidence. Just so happened their body cam was off that day. Supposed to have dashboard cams in their car. Oh, just so happens their their dashboard cam was off that day. It's your <laughs> word versus the cops. That's why when you get traffic tickets, you very rarely ever win. When you get arrested, unless it's recorded, and even sometimes when it's recorded, you barely ever win as a citizen. So, I mean, and then... You know what the most disturbing thing about that George Floyd video is, fellas, from my point of view? What's up? The cop knew he was being recorded. There's at one point he looks directly at the person that's recording him, and he doesn't stop. Like, he didn't care that he was on camera, and this is all being documented. You know what You know what disturbs me also about that video that a lot of people didn't catch? Those were not EMT workers. EMT no. workers wear bulletproof vests. Those were cops. Exactly. When you look at that video carefully, look at the guys who had to try to like do his pulse. They said that was EMT workers. Those are not EMT workers. EMT workers don't dress like that. No, they were not. Like cops from another out of town. No. They knew what the hell they no. were doing. You see, thank God for these phones. Because if you didn't have this, it would just all be hearsay. And, and be no disrespect to anybody who can't. Against our word. Oh, and I'm glad you brought that up because I'm tired of people saying, no. well, the person, why didn't the person help? Oh, so you want two murders now. And because you know what else? A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people will, a lot of people will criticize and say, oh, well, if you just stand there and record and not get involved, you're a coward. No, because if, if nobody records, like, like, like QG said, if nobody records, it's all just hearsay and nobody would have known what really happened. That's right. Like, like, like mandated example, reporting. A, a, a good example of that is the Trayvon Martin situation. All we have is the audio from the 911 tape of George Zimmerman talking to the dispatcher. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we don't know what happened. Uh, and because it was a thunderstorm and it was raining, the the security footage is the security camera footage is not all that great. So I mean, like I don't, I don't have a problem with people standing up and recording because this stuff needs to get documented. I guarantee you, if this George Floyd incident was not caught on video, that um would have been swept under the rug. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I know that sometimes these cops get off even when things are on video, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, it's like some things are so surreal that you just don't believe it till you see it. You know what I mean? You got the gentleman in Central Park. Ah, where the lady where the lady called the cops because he he asked her to put on her her mask. 
Um, if he didn't have his phone, forget it. And they had yeah, because she called the cops, and the cops came, and he would have probably gotten arrested wrongfully if, if um, if that didn't That's happen. Right. That's yep. right. It's is is getting crazy. Um. And even that, that's that's a civilian calling the cops on another person. And can you believe this whole George Floyd thing started because he went in the store to buy stuff and he was accused of of trying to pay with counterfeit bills and come to find out later on the bills weren't even fake. Right. So, so this whole thing could have been avoided. And that's another it could have been that, avoided. And that's another thing that we could touch on because the the, the store owner that called the cops on him was Middle Eastern. And that just goes. Ah, wait, at, wait, at, wait, at, wait, 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 Al, Al, stop. Hold on. Don't, don't hold. be careful because it was actually the employee. The well, the em- well, the, the employee, owner. the employee who was Middle Eastern called called the cops, and the owner go- was called by the employee because she didn't know what was going on and she didn't know how to react. And so that's where I'm talking about the how the headlines like to mislead crap like the owner did it. Well, anyway, somebody but, that worked in that store. To the point, somebody who worked in that store, uh, well, I saw a picture that they said the store owner was Middle Eastern, and I guess he told her to call the cops or whatever. But um, that just goes back to the point of even another overall problem is that in the black and a lot of the black communities and, and all three of us live in, in, in ethnic communities, I would I would I would guess um, from just being in both of y'all hoods. But um, you have you have all these businesses and all these places of business that open up. And they're owned by non-black people and they'll take the black money. But at the slightest turn of a problem, no matter how minor it is, they're quick to call the cops. Yep. Like you walk, you walk into the chicken spot or the corner store or the liquor store. And, and obviously Chinese food is Chinese. But like, you know, those are all businesses where people spend their, their black people spend their hard earned money and they don't treat the people good. No, they don't. No. They treat them, they follow them around. They got cameras on them. You know what I mean? That somebody's always watching you. Like, like when you go to shop and, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, uh, a chicken spot or, 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 or a liquor store or anything like that. You could go to the mall, buy some clothes. They still and follow. Somebody's walking around like, like what? Come on now. Like, are, are you serious? I'm here to shop. I'm here. To, I'm here. I'm here to get what I want. Just like you. And another thing, I'm glad you guys brought that up. Sticking with the hip hop, you guys remember that most deaf record? Which one? Mr. N word. Yes. On black oh. on both sides. Oh, Everything yeah. he said on that song is the truth. Somebody says, Do you work here? You go to the airport, you get in the plane. Oh, that's not your seat. Why? Because it's first class. I can't sit here. Yep, he certainly did. All that stuff. Still goes on today. And it's so, so frustrating. I'm glad you brought that up, especially with the neighborhoods that we live in. And you know what the funny part is? Continuing that, look how we've been portrayed lately as far as this whole rioting and looting thing. Because even though, unfortunately, there are some that's caught on camera, but this is an inside job, no offense. But look how we get, um, um, how I say it, look how we get portrayed as the looters and rioters, but when you look at that idiot bitch on, um, I think it was Fox News or whatever, when that person who was white, by the way, was looting, oh, well, there's a person with clothes. Well, I hope she's an employee. So what? Huh. Even if she is an employee, she's still stealing, dummy. 
let me let me ask y'all a question because now that you now that you touched on how black people are portrayed, Mac. Now, and and this correlates to hip hop because the roots um, are involved. So, um, for those of y'all who know or don't know, uh, Jimmy Fallon does a late night show that airs on NBC every night. Oh, oh, Jimmy Fallon. Yep. And, and uh, Jimmy Fallon did a skit when he was a member of Saturday Night Live crew where he was pretending Rock. to be Chris Rock. And yep. uh, he, he used blackface. And now people are calling to cancel Jimmy Fallon. Uh, but, I mean, his look at, look at who... His, I mean, he was, a, he was a huge Obama supporter. Um, he run, he's close running buddies with, with Questlove and everybody in the roots. So I mean it's it's a perplexing situation because you can make the case that he do did he do the blackface because he thought it, and he even said Chris Rock approved the skit but a lot of yes. people who a lot of black people will tell you well does Chris Rock speak for everybody who is Chris Rock and you know I mean clearly Jimmy Fallon I mean he he could be a, I'm and for the record I'm not saying he is a racist or he isn't a racist but you know he supported Obama during the presidency um again he hang, he employs and hangs out with the roots. There, there, he's good friends with Questlove. So I mean, like you know, like do you? It's controversial. I, it's it's controversial. controversial. You know what the thing is, Al? Let me let me um go left field on that. Y'all remember Dylan Roof? Yes. Yeah. The the, the yeah. guy in South Carolina who shot up the Church of People. Yeah. I remember that black dude, the, the black friend he was interviewing. Yeah. Think of that right now. Yeah, and and I and I know and I know people will say, well, the first thing a racist person says is, oh yeah, I have black friends. So Eminem I, I, went through the same hell. Yes. Didn't Eminem on tape? He was he was he was referring to a female and a, a black yes. female and derogatory yes. Yes. racial yes. terms. Yes. yes, yes, it was a it was an African American woman that he was dating at the time, and they broke up, and he he said some things on that tape. And he apologized for it. He said he was a kid. He was dumb. He was stupid. He wasn't thinking. He just went with his emotions. And, uh, you know, the Source magazine really pushed it out there. And, uh, yeah, he's been caught in that same type of controversy. But, you know, that also goes to saying that it's not about that person reacting. I think it's how they were taught. Yeah, yeah because taught people, are, people are born and raised in different different places. They were taught know. that behavior. And not like they learned on their own. They were taught that with the behavior and that's yeah, so being accurate it's 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 a lot you know it's a lot so when i was talking about dinner roof how that dude the black dude which was his friend was your man shot up a church full of non-black people your people and you're still saying it does not change my feelings of him because he's still my friend hmm. you want your mind but some people, though, they go through so much together. I mean, and I'm not advocating for this guy at all, but some people like no matter what their friends do, they'll never they'll never see them as a bad person. Me, on the other That's hand, true. if you if you do like, like, for example, the two of you, we the three of us go back a very, very long time. You yes. know, if somebody was to come up to me and say, uh, like, yo, like QG, he's a he's a racist son of a bitch. I would never believe it. So it's just. You know, so I, I get that. But at the same time, like if you do something that's so heinous as to shoot up a church full of people just because they're black, like I got to look at you different. I probably couldn't. Uh, speak yeah, you have to. Yeah, of you course. Know? No. And yeah. Wrong and is wrong. 
And I'm glad you brought that up, Al, because it's always that saying when they tell you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah, that is an that, old that, that's absolutely when people show their true colors, man. Um, so, and you know, just just getting to the three of us personally, real quick before we end things, like to do this episode, I feel like we had to say something. You know what I mean? Because we're three young black men. We have a we have a platform. We have an audience. And no, and no disrespect, guys. And this is also goes out to Latin people too, because y'all forget y'all us too, man. We are we have a target on our backs. There's a target every day on our backs. Well, Hispanics, Native guys, Americans, all of us. Well, well, that's normal that you would not know about. It's it's still a target on us. Well, to 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 go on to go on that note, Mac. And I'm gonna say this, and this will tell you exactly how I feel about. The nation as a whole in America, there's only two colors, and if it ain't white, it's black. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't Amen. care. I don't care if you're Hispanic, you're Asian, you're Indian, you're 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 Caribbean, you're black. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you're not white, in mm-hmm. their eyes, you're black. No matter That's where right. you come from or what you are, you are black. That's, right. That's, That's good. Right. That's good. Because you know what it is. A lot of these people, like like the Middle Easterns and 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 the Asians, like. You know, like they they think they're never they can never get pulled over by the police. You know what I mean? They they think that that you know the cops are not gonna target them, and 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 that's that's not true. You never know. You that's never right. know. I mean, they call it white privilege for a reason. Nobody else has privilege. No. But um, and there's a lot of whites out there protesting with us. Absolutely. They, they deserve a lot of credit. They've been. Standing with us with, with with injustice and prejudice for for, for, for a long time, and, and even in the entertainment viral, field, there's plenty of. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because there's a viral video of a, I think it was a white teen who called out her racist parents recently. Yes. Wow. Yes. No, seriously, it's just on videos going viral. It's viral. Like, it's is, out there. Like she is angry at her parents, te- teaching her racism, or how to be racist. She wasn't having that. No. We but need the youth. We need that. We do. Wake up, people. Speaking That's of needing need the youth. Thing. This is affecting the youth as well. You got pictures of uh, one of the ladies. I think it was a little a little black girl who was on her father's shoulder. And you got a police pointing a gun at her. Are you serious? Oh, man. We had that little girl that had her that, that had mace sprayed, yeah, in, sprayed in her like, eyes. This is in Seattle. Yeah, a little heartbreaking. Girl in Seattle. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking. That little girl didn't deserve that. And Nobody they were walking, that. and they were walking home. That's right. Just caught, unfortunately, walking home. So I mean, but I hate to say it, man. If well, the way this is going, this is more now going against brutality because now it's like the racism still exists, but now the police brutality is showing true colors on everybody. Wow, oh, those rubber bullets. People people got their hands up. You got rubber bullets. You got mace. You got tear gas. Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Did y'all see that video with the homeless man? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, I saw it. I mean, it's 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 a huge problem. And 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 you mentioned the youth earlier. Like, I think we I think we're doing a, a great thing. Hey, hey, don't 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 take no more time out, bro. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's oh, no time out, man. But uh, <laughs> listen, hey, we all, we all, we all, we all, we all, we all need our relaxing rec time. That's NBA 2K people, and and if, if for those who play, Black Lives Matter is in there as well. Yes, Yo, so, yes. it's funny you mentioned 2K actually shut down the uh, they shut down the online server yesterday, which was a classy move. 
Um, yeah. A lot of people are responding because even Foot Locker sent out an email yesterday because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I have a membership to Foot Locker. And they yes. were like, yo, all their stores are going to be closed for like the next week. So they're even the even their website. So like they're they're losing money to take a stand, which I find commendable. Um, But going back to what Max said about the youth, I mean, and it's no secret. And like I usually don't like to talk about behind the scenes stuff, especially for for our podcast. But I go ahead and put it out there. Like I I felt like this episode had to be done because as three young black men, we can't we can't ignore an issue that's that's affecting our people, you know. And we still got to be alert, even when we go outside and everything. And and I and I I am a firm believer in if if you don't say something, then you're you're just a part of the problem. So Agreed. that's why we're here. I feel like this episode needed to be done. We and, and for those of you listening out there, we had a completely different episode planned for today. And uh, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, oh, damn, twenty four seconds. But anyway. Uh, let me start. I was on defense, thank you. I was on defense, thank you. Ah, uh, no problem. Uh, but uh, my dre- my dreads got in the way, so that's why he didn't make it. <laughs> but, but uh, we had a completely different episode planned for today, and we scrapped it because we saw that things were getting out of hand, and this was an important issue. And this issue plays in the rap, so why not put it on the podcast? You know what I mean? Um, the episode, the episode, but the episode that we did have planned for today, I'm not gonna ruin it for y'all because we're gonna do it next week. But um, yeah, we 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 had to do it, folks. Like, and for those of you who don't care to get political, don't listen to politics. If you give this episode a pass and don't listen to it, I don't blame you because I get it. Not everybody wants to be an activist, and I get that some people they they want entertainment and and forms of entertainment. To get yeah. away from the world, so I get that. But again, this is and and I'm glad you said that because some people they want to say something, but they're just so afraid because it's like their mentality is somewhere else, and it's like they're angry as well, and it's like they don't know. And what, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, this is gonna be my final point. Um, I feel that sometimes, depending on who you are. Because mm-hmm. not everybody is a rah-rah, I'm going to get in your face type of person. Some people are quiet. Some people don't like confrontation. Right. Sometimes it's okay to not say anything, especially if you don't understand or you feel that you're not capable of making a difference or you don't have anything meaningful to add. I give you a pass on that because not everybody likes confrontation. Like It takes balls to go downtown and go protest with the people because for fear of getting locked up, or I mean, me personally, I've never I've never been arrested in my life. So neither have I. So you know, to think about oh, if I go down there, I may just get arrested. I'm not willing to to risk my 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 clean record. Some people don't care, and more power to you. But and, and guys, be careful because we're still dealing with a pandemic. That too, coronavirus. We got is still- the coronavirus, and 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 then there's the curfew. So everybody out there, watch yourselves. Because they're, they're out there. They're patrolling. There's choppers in the air. This is something very, very serious. Yeah. We are under New- martial law, people. New York yeah. In New York City, uh, once 8 p.m. hits, that's it. You got to you gotta be in your house. So you spending 90 but, but, days but, in the bib. But this is crazy, y'all. Like, we have this going on, the pandemic going on, the depression of unemployment going on. It is so much out here, it's not even funny. It's like the world as we know it is crumbling before this our is eyes. All in one year, we're not even we we only halfway. That's right. That's right. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna go around the room, and uh, one by one, 
maybe it may not be your your favorite, but we'll we'll list uh in our opinion what the most powerful political rap song is in your opinion. So QG, we start with you. Nineteen eighty nine, a number, another summer. Like the power by public enemy. I was gonna say the same thing. Well, you took my <laughs> but Mac, you got uh, another one in mind or, or are you going with that? Um I will I would definitely have to go with I have to go with Dead Press Police State. I'm telling you people, you gotta listen to that record. You'll see why. And for me Oh man, I could pick I could pick from from one of a million. I could I like there's so many out there that it's like it's 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 hard, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's hard, but I would say I gotta go with a revolutionary one, and you know, I would say it like this: fuck the police, coming straight from the underground. A young <laughs> nigga got it bad because I'm brown. I don't yeah. know. That's the first line of that song. Uh, fuck the police by N.W.A. But I, that line is like the most important line to me. Out of out of that whole song, but yeah, it I go sets with the tone. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go with that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Uh, this is our stance on the topic. I hope like we educated and and even if we didn't tell you anything you don't already know, um, you know. Uh, in the description of this episode, um, we will include uh the names of a few of the songs that we listed. Hopefully you go check them out so that you the message can spread to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that, that, this has been. I, I feel like this is gonna be like our most powerful episode ever. Not even on an entertainment standpoint, just because it's the overall message. You know what I mean? Reality based. This is this is real. It's 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 everything that's been going on now. And and yeah. and, my, and my view is just keep praying for the families that are still affected by this. Oh, especially please. Rest in, one, yes, yes. Especially for no one mentioned from Floyd, from Brianna, uh, Armand, Sean, Sean Reed, another one. Um, Tamira Rice. Tamira Rice. Yeah. Mike Brown. Uh, Philando, Trayvon Martin. What's his name? Philando, uh, Philando Castile. Yeah, him. Not not to make a joke, but you and the man both have dreads. I thought you knew everybody was dreads. Uh oh. You see that? That's why you're losing right now in 2K. That's not me playing 2K. That's not me yeah, playing yeah. 2K. Like, oh, that's no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm playing against Al, and and um, you know, I didn't want to mention anything about the scores, but you know, it's it's actually looking pretty bad for you, Al. You got stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Is is Master P on your team too, Chris? That, no, he's on okay. this team. That's why they losing. Okay, good. Oh my goodness. Speaking <laughs> of Master P, <laughs> speaking of Master P, um, next just week, joking. I'm not playing against Al. I'm just joking. But go ahead, speak on that. You know what? Hold up. As we close out, here's another one we forgot to mention. P is political as well. Yeah, oh, he's the one. I didn't mean to delay the closing out of this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one too. No, out he this. he's a big one. He's the one that he's the one that funded the uh, march for Khalid Muhammad. Yep, the ghetto's gonna be trapped. But I ain't ready. And he he was yeah. he recently made the statement we should take back and build our own. And, 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 and it's funny because we mentioned um we mentioned um non-blacks coming into the black community and opening up their business p recently has released 
and I've tried it, and it, j- it tastes just like any other ramen noodle you oh, buy. But he's got oh, no, no. But think about it, though. Oh. Think about it. He he's got his own line of a cup of noodles. And didn't you say it's too salty? It's a little tad bit salty, but I mean, uh. you add if you add more water to it, it'll dilute the salt. But I mean, who would <laughs> maybe you, you should add? I mean, maybe you should add more water to soak the shocker so you could actually, you know, <laughs> make some make sense. Why <laughs> add a little water to soak the shocker? <laughs> We'll get to soup next time. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, man. But, but to my so, but to my point though, like, who would you yeah. rather? Who would you rather buy that type of food from? The the Asians or your own people? And it's not the first time. Pete, like Pete, even had his own line of um of of wrapped potato right. chips. Potato chips. Yep, I remember that. Romeo was on a wrap snack. So I mean, like, Romeo was on the snacks. <laughs> yeah, he had his own flavor of, of rap snacks, and you. I'm not yeah, buying I'm, it. I'm not <laughs> buying it. Sorry. <sighs> See, and this is there's no unity in the black people. But um, next week, next week's episode, we'll we'll be we'll we'll be talking about Master P and No Limit Records and the rise and the wait, fall. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got a cigarette? <laughs> oh my goodness. And on you that note, here, you even got a cigarette. <laughs> on that note, we will uh, we will catch y'all next week. Yeah, y'all stay safe as well, everybody. Stay safe, and uh, if y'all are gonna protest, please don't riot and loot and get yourselves arrested. That's all I ask. Please just be careful. It's what we're saying. Just be really, really careful. All right, fellas, we out. Closing out. Peace. Yes, sir.